Welcome to another episode of Soul Coffee, people. And I got my man, Director Alex Liu, for our first episode at home in our nice, sexy new studio. Yeah, shout out to you, bro. In the house. Man, this year has been so full. And I imagine those who are tuning in, listening to Dr. Brett's episode and the importance of the human being and the power of the human being. With this episode with Liu, we're really going to unpack some deep emotions of processes the for the last few months in the first few months of 2023 as it's been the most powerful year i think of both of our lives really unpacking the concept of death or the trauma of death and the importance in processing things and how to do so in a powerful way whether it be of family member or friend or of pet and really just revisiting the concepts of gps gratitude patience service and it's a new concept that I'm really excited to explore in conversation, which is the potency of learning how to shift your gears energetically and whatever else comes through, y'all. So if last episode was fire for you or if you're just super excited or uber excited, you know, I like to keep any call to action, you know, mm. nice and concise. But I'm really, really excited to be able to be consistent, return strong in our nice, sexy new studio and really impact providers and help more people all around the world. So let's dive in. Let's dive right in, bro. Man, I just go back to that weekend where me, you, BCB, and uh, Ev went and saw Kevin Hart that up in Phoenix, and then me uh -huh. and BCB just coming through the door, and I will never forget the uh. look on your face, the energy, and you just were forward, and I was like, bro, what's wrong? And you said, Leo died, and that was such just a knife to my soul and my spirit, man, and it's been two months and some change yep, now two months some change yeah what have you what February have you, 12th what have you learned hmm. and no day is guaranteed and I've actually never cried that hard in my life just holding Leo's body to the hospital and and just um um yeah just growl my eyes out in the hospital and because I have never had experienced that in my life. It's Leo's uh, the closest being that's in my life and such has always been a uh, uh, grounding force, uh, being of unconditional love. And and it reminded me of that day when I woke up and, and you know, I was doing my work and, and didn't spend a lot of time with him that day. And it just made me realize, oh, like, really no day is guaranteed none of us know how much time that we all have and 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 i was holding leo's body in the hospital and i was crying and i was crying and and i just realized wow like every second matters and just really love all that we can with the people around us and i realized relationship is everything mm. relationship is everything that's that's everything. Mm -hmm. Would you say you feel like, you know, you really squeezed all the juice with that man, with all, all that you've been able to go through with him over the last few years? I think there's just always more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I would just, I miss him. For really. sure. I, sometimes we'll still see him in our peripherals. Right. And, uh, yeah, I think about him all the time, and it's so it's such a weird concept. Like death, it just it's not here anymore. 
at least physically it's not here anymore yeah um but it has been hard the past uh i would say the first months especially the first week is the hardest mm. and it would just experience waves like sometimes a wave will hit me and it's just yeah it's hard and it's such a great teacher as well death um and then not long after that your nene passed yeah literally a week later yeah as uh for those who don't know me and lou are very strong mirrors of each other and um you know just with leo's death i'd just love to say man there's no replacement for unconditional love it's just such a powerful force that we all can tap into and embody mm -hmm. but when we have an image of a furry friend that's just excited to see us and just shows up so free and we learn how to coexist with and when they just poof and then they're just not there anymore it's a very um solemn moment and because right. then that's that's that was my question and i was right. like fuck man did i love on leo like as i right. as much like as much as i could have did right. i really just like did i give him all of me every time that i yeah. engaged with him or as much as i could like yeah as it was so wild as those you know who may not see the live recording of this episode our room is painted this beautiful gray color and when he selected it um due to our friend samia as we were excited to create this new studio and then it wasn't until we started painting i looked at the color and i was like bro this is the same color of leo's coat and that was another wave just like boom mm -hmm. just fucking Mm -hmm. type of the type of emotion that just brings you to your knees yeah yeah and immediate tears to your face and you know i think in the whole process what's really been beautiful is i mean just taking turns holding each other really yeah we're just letting yeah. us really know yo bro where you at or right. yo bro how you doing yeah man i'm fucking hurting right now or yeah can i have a hug or yeah i'm just going through a wave you know right now right well what do you need maybe go on a walk or maybe I just need to grab some water. You know, so I, I'm I'm really grateful that, you know, we have each other to Man. process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's such, it's, this year, man, has been quite a year with two deaths. Um, and I really, it's really has been such a great teacher at the same time that it's like, looking at that and knowing that like at one point now like we're not gonna be here anymore yeah but it's it's real and at the same time knowing that and realizing there are a lot of stuff that we I, at least i'll say like i think that matters that actually don't matter that much and it really um brings a deeper layer of uh, gratitude and reverence for life and for for all life for the people that are around us and like there's just love <laughs> like just love the people around us around me and around you because no matter like what you are experiencing like with the with the friendship or with your family that might think that there's where we have disagreement or like this makes me think that a lot of things that we usually to worry about it's like minute because we're all just souls out here experiencing life and one day we're not gonna be here, so why not just love each other? And and that has been in the forefront, and especially after Leo's death, because he's such a our cat's just a 
being of unconditional love that he's the coolest cat everybody Every, loves him everybody loves him brett hates cats he's like you're wise mm-hmm. he was like man i don't really like cats but i love this cat like every multiple everybody. people like even people that doesn't like cats love leo love this because shit he loves everybody mm-hmm. and that's just such a, a, a powerful reflection and so after he died i just it's such um like he a part of that essence always live inside of me and I always, always remind myself to love other people unconditionally always really as we can yeah and you know perhaps that's a part of the uh the the human phenomenon just learning how to remove that which is in the way of unconditional love right right and i think um getting into a parasympathetic relaxed physiology or nervous system or state of being is Mm -hmm. so important so that way it opens you up to being able to receive and to give to another as i think a lot of us get trapped Um, a lot of providers get trapped they get buried underneath the demands of life the work the responsibilities the agreements the trauma the unprocessed emotions the demands from family the need to take care of self Mm. the so many different stressors that a lot of providers fall into a trap of not being able to take care of themselves and disconnecting from that unconditional love of other because they don't know how to or have the capacity to or haven't created the space for themselves to give to themselves like they want to and they probably give to other right and it's a very death has been a very solemn reset in how I show up for my people as well too, or for family and, you know, just really, really bringing to awareness, you know, what's most important right now for you. Mm -hmm. And are you crafting the time for that? Are you making it a priority? Are you making yourself a priority in your schedule and then adhering to you promising yourself this time? Right. Not just like, Oh yeah, let me just put myself on the schedule for like a flex or just to say that I tried. No, Mm -hmm. are you really doing that? And if you aren't, what are you, allowing to get in the way of that or what is becoming so important that you're just overriding your body and overriding overriding your mind that's calling out to you to for help and for support and for space man man you know and remember when you came to um the the camp so basically what happens guys so jamal after going to um his grandma's funeral and he you know right away come to the Dell Warriors retreat, which is uh, it's a men's retreat and for chiropractors and chiropractic students. It's amazing. And so he came in and right away he dislocated his elbow. And man, just so I, I want you to walk walk me or walk us through that experience. Like how did you find that space for yourself to to be able to pour into yourself? Because that was a lot. Like like grandma just passed away and elbow dislocated and yeah walk us through that man how'd you navigate it man week after leo's passing like my with my abuelita nene um, maria olga zigara oh i mean she embodied she embodied love like no other from what i know I get the closest thing I get to it was my mom, right? Of course, but always just so much love. She had so many people at the wake, you know, and I that was the rawest experience I've ever been with my family. Us all just weeping and mourning together. Like, I ended up being a pole bearer. All the grandsons or grandchildren or grand grandmen, uh, the boys were so like my twelve year old, you know, cousin. I was in the middle of me and my oldest cousin, and we were walking in between us. So I'm, in his shoes being twice his age 
wondering what's going through his mind and just letting him know like I'm here for him and if one thing that was important was as soon as she passed it was like all right how can I clear my schedule like grateful for my team at the source grateful for you Uh grateful like because I needed to go home like I needed to be with my mom I needed to just be able to just hold her hug her love her whatever it is that I needed to do to to get there and um, I was able to get home and she gave me the blessing to even go to the Del Warrior Retreat as I was there with her the whole week. My family there the whole week, adjusted mm. them as much as I could, present with them. Right. Uh, my practice members understood, of course. They're like, yo, no go. Like, we're here. They're like, we're here for you, which was mm. so humbling in itself. Mm. Like, you know, you take care of someone, then, right. you know, things flip. Like, a bunch of my practice members sent me texts, sent me love, card. And so to receive that love was just one thing. And then being back home being present with my family and you know really just being really sensitive to things knowing that I had my brothers waiting for me I felt like I was able to just like love as much as I could still grieving of course like actively and connecting with my sister and grateful to have my sister you know Ren Julie um, Mm. to be able to just be able to process shit and go to go through this very big initiation with each other and as love can supersede any previous pain that's right that's right. When someone you love something so hard, like it's so much, like for me, the minutia, right, goes right That's out right. the window. That's right. Just gets thrown out the fucking window because yeah. it's this not. It's not important. It's not. It's not, it's important. not important. Your shit is not important mm-hmm. compared to celebrating and not acknowledging, recognizing this death, and mm. you know, getting scooped by the airport um, mm. by brother zero. Uh, and then heading to Waco, Texas, to walking in and just really being in awe. Like I, I, me and Lou, like I need to see the footage because Lou captured it. But I had fifty over fifty of my brothers just waiting for me, right? Waiting for me. It felt surreal. It really, yeah, is so much energy. I went to go around the support and just dap my brothers up and just love on them and just seeing so many familiar faces i couldn't even make it halfway before i just started break down down, and just because the love was just so immense like so many of them were just waiting for me just love on me and cheer me on and they understood of course and then as i greeted all 50 of my brothers they brought me up uh, hoisted me above their heads um and they just they just they threw me a few (laughs) times too and they they just held me Uh. And they just they just held me. They just made me feel so loved. I felt like a giant. I felt uh, so supported. Mm. Yeah, I could feel each and every single one of their energies just really just lifting me up. And um, BCB, uh, one of my best friends, uh, Dr. Brendan Collinsbride at the Source mm. Oakland, um, you know, he really invited me to feel into all those feelings that uh, were really present as... You know, it's so much to process death as my eyes on fire. <laughs> it's so much to process death that to have that community is invaluable. Right. So just to be overwhelmed with so much emotion and then going right into it, just throwing on a tank top and shorts and, you know, just really getting after it and um, going after it with uh, bro- my brother, Dr. Johnny Finney. Uh, we both had the same birthday. We both were presidents of our chiropractic fraternity chapters at the same time. Both were wrestlers, and we went at it a few years ago just playing around. And, you know, I was really looking forward to this. So I went from 
defrosting that massive amount of emotion to maximally exerting myself physically. No warm up at uh-huh. that as well yeah, too. Yeah. And uh, me and Johnny were wrestling just for like it was like two minutes, and it was like the last five seconds, and it wasn't even the most complex, wasn't the most explosive movement, but my left elbow just shot out from underneath me, and I heard the the illus crunch. Oh. And I hyperextended my right elbow in the past, and it was different. That was like an explosion. This was like a crunch and separation. No. Yeah. And I was just like, elbow, elbow. Um, and we stopped, of course. And as we're both panting, catching our breath, I'm like in the chair, clutching my arm. Man. Um, so my brothers, no effort to reset it, but it was a two-person set, I'll say. And, um, you know, they're figuring out my elbow. And I, I make light of the situation. I'm like, can one of y'all adjust my neck, please? Adjust my neck. You took that pretty well. Like you were staying, trying to stay as light as possible, but I can see the pains. It's very painful. Man, yeah, you can reflect that. You can reflect that. Yeah. How was that for you watching? <laughs> like, I just, fe- I felt it. I felt how painful that that dislocation was, and just very swollen. And we're just, we're just all worried. Yeah. So everybody's just circling around and just trying to see, like, n- understand what really happened. Mm-hmm. And then, then, well, no, I mean, I'm just sitting there and it was an immense pain, of course, but honestly, the most, the more, the more painful things was the amount of lactic acid that was now accumulating in my system because me and Johnny, Johnny, I'm sitting in a chair and Johnny's sitting on the ground where he, we're looking at each other. I can feel his attention. He's like, yo, you good? Check in here with me. And I'm like, yeah, but we're both just out of breath, just kind of panting right. still. Um, so I was like, I'm like, the things are starting to get really fluorescent. I'm like, oh man, I'm about to pass out. Not even do the pain, but it's just like do the intense exertion but you know went to the hospital and wim hof breathed the whole way there and you know the shout out to tone flip and huddle you know Mm -hmm. for really taking care of me and Mm -hmm. um chose to do no painkillers at all i wasn't interested in that as i know that there was very powerful lessons and doc went to go reset it the medical doctor went to go reset it Mm. um tone brother or dr Darren doss had to set my humerus a certain way and then the doc was able to slam my ona back into my humerus and reset which was the most painful thing i've ever experienced like yeah. it was some movie shit literally had like my shirt in my mouth just grit in the teeth and after that instant oh, and then there was still a good amount of pain as you know everything like the ligaments and the tendons are torn and shifted there was no break but it was close to it mm-hmm. which is why i think it took so long and went and taught that workshop on sexual health for men at the retreat, finished the retreat, came back, and that's when the real shit really started because you were in Pennsylvania, and Ev dropped me off, and then it was just me. Uh, it was just me. I had one arm like, and had to figure out how to dress myself, clothe myself, like all the things, going to bed that night, and really just present. No Leo still. And oh. so that's where it compounded. That's where it compounded. I really, you know, the first few nights were rough. um, But what brought a lot of Mm -hmm. hope, what brought a lot of inspiration was my community, was my team, Mm -hmm. was connecting and being in service. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's an immense amount of support from all my brothers. Mm -hmm. Um, So from from my team, as I went into, you know, doing patient exams and reports still. But, um, you know, my team is what really backed me. And then, you know, just this, it's day, or it's week seven. It's like day 41 today. Um, and it's almost healed. Like their That's strength incredible. is great. That's amazing. I've been adjusting for three weeks on it, which feels great. Not putting all my impulses through my left hand, but you know, really just taking my time and allowing it to process. Brett 
did do a little ceremony for my grandmother's medicine mm-hmm. uh, Easter. So about two weeks ago mm-hmm. at this point. And that was powerful, y'all. Like the ability and the reverence and the space created in, I'll say, a ceremonial way with prayer, with setting the container, the environment can lead to and can be a prereq for profound healing experiences because Brett adjusted my elbow for the first time about five weeks after the incident and there was a lot of stuck energy in that elbow and I could tell like I would want to move it and it just wasn't moving. Of course, it's healing, but it was just stuck. So after you move that, it just cleared so much energy and the wild thing in it too. He asked me, he's like, what's your grandmother's medicine as this energy or this incident was an opportunity to integrate her medicine into my being. Mm. Unconditional love. That's right. The moon. The moon gives light and illuminates things in the darkness of the night and working through our shadow and working through the pain and working through whatever. The moon is there with mm. us, present. And in, in some indigenous cultures, you know, they refer to it as grandmother moon. Mm. So it was actually two days after her death. Mm. Uh, I looked at the moon and I just wept. Like I, I was the, fr- I think that was like the first real time. Like I, like I bawled yeah. my eyes out. Like yeah. just cried. Cause felt it was everything. Full. Felt everything. Uh-huh. And the wild thing was, is that on my left arm, I have my family tatted on me, my mom, dad, grandparents, on my dad's side. But I have, a, I've had a moon on me for seven years now because it did bring wow. so much wonder and wisdom, and I just loved it. And then. It just settled in. I was like, that's muy abuelita. And that's when that was like, boom, took it to another level. I just fucking bawled my eyes out. Just having that level of knowingness and engagement when Brett adjusted it. You know, Willow Moon, his daughter, ended up coming in right when I said her, her medicine is the moon. It's moon medicine. And Willow Moon came in two seconds later. And just held my hand. And when she held my hand, another wave just let everything go. And Brett delivered one of the most powerful adjustments in my life that really helped reset things. And then I'll just say the energy just shifted after that. Nice. Yeah. So process the process of things is, I mean, I, I find deep resonance and just nothing's given. Right. Don't take anything for granted. Don't take anyone for granted. Live all out and love fully. It's wild to think it's it hasn't been that long, actually. But it feels so, it feels like a long time ago that that this all this happened. And it's February. In a few weeks. Yeah. It's wild. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we have all gone through a lot. You have gone through a lot. Start with Leo's passing and followed by um, your grandma's passing. And then felt all the love from the community, from the from the the, the brothers holding holding everybody. you, everybody. Um, and then dislocated your elbow, and then just the the humbling journey of receiving and Man. healing and re- like learning about everything. And Man, I'll say this: to be able to sit back and watch the other chiropractors adjust my people as bad as I want to adjust them was the most humbling freaking experience ever. Man, like ever, because you know you want to serve them, and they even know you want to serve them, but it's just not sustainable at this moment. So it's it's just not ideal because that would interfere with my healing journey, because that's not what I needed to do at that moment. Because healing requires an investment and a devotion and 
what's more prioritization right you can't heal conveniently mm-hmm. a lot of people want to just put the bare minimum amount of time in their healing process and i think that's what then allows for chronic injuries physically and mentally and emotionally more so because with every physical injury there's a mental and emotional component that needs to be addressed that isn't prioritized or talked about in our society so in the lack of processing of that if it's not processed acknowledged or felt fully in the moment it will later it's just a matter of time of when is your body and your mind going to break down to that point mm-hmm. because that's probably a pattern and extension of you not creating space for yourself time and time again. And I'm saying this from experience because True. I could have easily, I could, I could have forced it. I could have went to adjusting. I could have done whatever it may have been. I could have, list, I could have done a lot of things, but I would have been out of integrity with myself and my values and the healing process, and I wouldn't be in integrity from what I'd be offering any of my people. Mm-hmm. And that's just for me unacceptable. And I, that's not where I will go. Right. So it's really cool to see that you've been receiving really well during that time and just like soften and allow the support to come in. And I'm curious to to hear what else did you learn during that time? Oh, man. Because you can't adjust people. No, no. Yeah, uh, I think it's what definitely, you know, turned me on to diving deep into the neuroscience and into their mind as, you know, if I can't adjust them with my hands, I can adjust their brain, I can adjust That's their right. mind, I can adjust their thought pattern mm-hmm. and get really specific. So it really invited an exploration of the mind, which was which has been very, very enjoyable. Um, but I think for more practical takeaway for our people and for our listeners is the energetics and understanding of how to spiritually or energetically shift gears. Mm-hmm. I think that's beautiful because ultimately you are more than what you do and it's i think mm. that's that was a, such a beautiful opportunity for you to experience just how valuable you are without like actively adjusting people you know what i'm saying because yeah. you just by your presence and your words and your thoughts and mm. your energy mm. you make people's life better man I talk about eating your medicine like <laughs> i just would picture danielle like and just talking about the rose like i providing for the provider you are not valuable for what you do. You are valuable for how you be. Mm. And mm-hmm. really, universe, and it's like the universe is like, oh, word, you want to teach on that? Do you really want? Let's make sure you have an opportunity to really embody that. Boom. Like, just put my face in the. You like that? Mm-hmm. You get it now? Mm. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, I'll receive. Oh, please stop. <laughs> like, I get it. Mm-hmm. Or I'm getting it. Um, right, right. So really being able to shift gears as, you know, in the healing process, like you can't go 100 miles an hour in first gear. You just can't for it's it's not sustainable. It's not efficient. As if you try to, you can, but you're just going to outwork. You're just going to overwork yourself and lead to burnout, anxiety, depression, yeah. headaches, low back pain, whatever it may be. So in times where you need to heal, you got to shift gears. And in order to do that, you got to step off the gas. Mm, space space man so that way you can shift whatever gear you need to or you know life's going to present you turns and curves that are unexpected on the way to your goals and what you want in life yeah and you can try to go 100 miles into those curves but you might not be able to because you might fly off the damn path yeah and injure yourself physically mentally emotionally or spiritually so i found that it's been a great invitation to (laughs) slow down 
and be able to really just seep in the medicine, seep in receiving, seep in, you know, really letting my ego die. Mm. Like just letting it, just, you got to let it die. You don't got to do shit, but that's, that would have been more painful. Like it was painful for me. Yeah. My elbow, of course, but it was more painful. Like, like really letting go of like, man, I really can't adjust right now. Right. All that I've been working for, you know, in grad school for four and a half years and then I, like mind blown. I think that's be- the beautiful part is learn like that experience help you to see that you are more mm. than someone that can adjust. It's already incredible in itself, mm-hmm. but because of that experience and having reflections from people, learning that we are so much more than what we do. Mm. And I, I I don't know about you guys, but you know I definitely at times struggle with uh, just because uh, connecting to to my value with what I do, what I be able to provide, and the more I dive into this journey, the more I realized like we're all just incredibly unique, and it's not only because of what we do. That's extension. That's that's an only extension. It's of, an extension. It's an extension of who it's you good. are. It's extension of who it's you good. are. And, you know, sometimes I would wonder, yeah, what if I can't record anymore for whatever reason, right? Then then what will I do? I guess not like just it will present itself. Like there's new ways going to be presenting itself that God is calling me to do that's better than what I can currently offer to other people. And so it's like being able to be open, which you did really well. It's open when the things are happening, like when the things are happening, when we have to spiritually gear shift when something happens that, oh, like currently, like you can't adjust, I can't make videos, then there's there's always another door or a window mm-hmm. that is opening. And for you, when when they were driving you to the hospital, like one thing that, that hits me is because uh, you have been um, working your way and, um, and having this goal of speaking into hospitals to nurses. <laughs> And well, what it hits me, well, well I was uh, talking with, with BCB and, and it was like, oh, what if this is a blessing? What if this is a blessing to create space in Jamal's life that, so that he can focus more energy on, on his speaking because he's incredibly talented at speaking? And what if that's actually not, you know, could seemingly be a bad thing? Oh, like dislocate your elbow, mm. but it's actually a blessing in disguise. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's like a redirection of, oh yeah, there's actually a bigger opportunity that's waiting on the si- other side of the curve. Ooh, that yeah. you can't see. That you can't see. Like sometimes you, can't you just see, can't right? see. You can't, just see. can't see. That's why we gotta have faith. Yeah. And just like believing like everything is everything is always happening for you. Mm. It's always happening for us. Man, and that was that was another layer of things as I appreciate your reflection as it's been nice and I'm really excited to be able to support more hospitals in the future as mm-hmm. I've gotten some great affirmations that it's of course what's needed and well, excuse me, not of course, but in a certain setting it was very affirm to me there that it's needed and they're looking forward to it. Um, but really, um, this came through with uh, my brother Dr. Blaze. Um, nice. out in Kentucky and you love know, that man love that man <laughs> and you know life doesn't happen to you and it doesn't even happen for you it happens because of you Ooh, do say more <laughs> yeah yeah just a compilation as if we are energetic beings and you know we're outputting a certain frequency or energy and you know something happens it's because it was supposed to but it's not like we're a passive participant in life we're an active participant in life. So this event happened because of you, whether it's, you know, habits, patterns, thought forms, um, 
whatever it may be, this needed and was important to unfold for us so that way we could transmute it into power, into lessons for ourselves, of course, but ultimately for the people around us and for humanity. Because mm. I think Brett said something, uh, he says a lot of things, <laughs> uh, but I think he really mentioned, you know, we're all born out of a universal need. And if we are born out of a universal need and we all have these individual purposes, everything is happening because it is be happening because of us and we're playing as a chess player piece in this game of life so that way life can continue to life as it's supposed to life mm -hmm. we're supposed to keep being not doing but being it's like all of example a what we just shared and unpacked a bit you know it's happened because of us because we're here supposed to be on soul coffee chopping up about it because we're supposed right. to bring our medicine into all that we that's do. beautiful our hugs our handshakes, our work, whatever it may be. Like we're going to love people this much more because we got the invitation to do so. It just ripples, just ripples. And it reminds me of uh, a vision that I had. I realized like I had this vision of a near-death experience and I realized, oh, like nothing happens in our life. There's no accident. Like there is no accident. And every like ultimately there everything, there's a divine plan, I would say. Like there is no accident. And so... I think that's just beautiful. It's beautiful. Like knowing that I don't have fully ultimately like I have free will, like, but ultimately it's deeper surrendering into the path of where life is leading us and, and just do the best that we can for what is being presented in front of us, mm. I would say, and not to worry too much about the future. Oh, yeah. There's definitely a relinquishment of control and, and I've been diving deep into neuroscience, and I believe this article was from the Journal of Psychiatric and Behavioral Sciences out of the University of South Carolina Medical uh, Center. And they did a study on about 3,000 humans, and they were using the DSM on just taking inventory on how many humans had experienced a traumatic event in their life. And 90% of human beings out of that 2,900 population size which yes it's only 2900 but i imagine that's not far from just what is but 90 percent experienced one traumatic event in their life over 50 percent was physical sexual abuse like one third of them or 33 percent of them had experienced violence it was like 25 percent had, had witnessed a dead body like all these different traumas is what i'm offering right now whatever it may look like us humans the vast vast majority of us will experience because it even was like marriage divorce like the same the same line right it can be a traumatic experience and to define that a little bit more trauma can be something physically mentally emotionally or spiritually that can be perceived to be harmful to the individual mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the brain whether or not because people like rap shame they rap oh i shouldn't so i shouldn't feel this way or i'm not supposed to feel this way regardless the brain's going to change its structure and its architecture and its function whether you integrate that and heal and process that traumatic event or you don't because if you don't your amygdala and your hippocampus two parts that are in the pathway of you perceiving a threat in the first place before your prefrontal cortex turns on and tries to regulate itself it will be distorted and then every traumatic event afterwards will be amplified right because affirming, you're reaffirming that it's pattern exactly it's like, oh, of course, I expect that to happen at this point. And then, well, that's the prefrontal cortex tech, right. uh, 
talking now because now people are are integrating it into their personality. Yeah, yeah. When the prefrontal cortex, that's our main superpower to be a human to discern, to rationally think, to work through emotions versus just the limbic system, which is just emotions or the mammalian brain, which when that prefrontal cortex gets turned off, well then forget about it. And I, it just made me think about all the providers that are experiencing traumatic events firsthand or secondary at work. And then they're experiencing firsthand or secondary traumatic events in life and at home. And then and before they could have experienced firsthand or secondary traumatic events before they even decided to be a provider or a healthcare professional in the first place. Mm. The connection, the ability that I'm grateful that we have had to be able to experience death, I think just connects me deeper to the human experience because I hadn't experienced it yet. Because now that I've experienced death, I just think and I, I, I'm, I'm so sensitive now. Oh. Like I can't repress my emotions. Not that wow, I would intentionally want to, but I, I can't. Like I really can't. I got these. I got this Pisces moon and shit. So I I know I'm already sensitive to begin with, but hey, maybe that's just a part of the code, and that's equipped me to be able to feel these very very raw and deep feelings, and transmute this power, transmute this energy, transmute right. this certainty. Like I am, yeah. no, I am unfuckwithable when it comes to just loving and yeah. unconditionally just yeah. holding people. Like truly, truly, and inviting people into that space to feel because with what i've seen with providing for the provider with what i've seen with taking care of providers there can be a wall or there's just this um so common there's this armor and or there's just this lack of Mm. thought that they can be held Mm -hmm. and that they can let everything go Mm -hmm. they hold on to it and they don't even know how to receive well i do now very much so and i can help people do that better man it's powerful we're not holding on to anything this year. <laughs> Definitely not. Keeping the channels clear. It's so important. I feel hella clear. And I, so, and I, I agree. Um, a lot of times, uh, well, I, was, I speak for myself and I notice this too. It's, it's not okay for people to have this concept of it's not okay to express. It's not okay to be too much or it's not Bullshit. okay to be, to be not okay. And, and, and so we hold on to it and we hold on to it. And you know what? And those things that we hold on to it, it will infest. Oof. It'll it'll get worse. Yep. And versus we just let it let it go and release it and speak it out and share it and, and, and cry if you need to and being like a trust that situation now is different. Like the trust that you are surrounded by good people, a community that's willing to support you and you we don't have to go through this by ourselves. But sometimes pain can have this such a uh, 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 give us a distorted perspective of oh like I'm experiencing this alone like I'm going through this alone but you know Ooh. what you are not the f- only person that's going through whatever that you're going through right now Ooh. somebody else has either are going through the same thing just different story different scenario right now or, or there's a lot of people that have gone through it and have worked through it and but if you if you don't speak it out, nobody's gonna nobody can help you because nobody understands what you're going through. No one knows what you're going through because you haven't exactly. expressed it. Exactly. And when we express it, when we communicate in a in a in a nonviolent way and communicate that vulnerably and truthfully, and pe- at least people knows where we are at, and that way there's more grace. You know, there's more awareness. There's more awareness. I can I know how to support you now, mm. like, and that's something that we both have kind of shared. You yep. you've gotten sensitive to me if I'm just like 
in my thoughts or whatever. You'll just look at me like, bro, you good? (laughs) And then it's like, (sighs) no. (laughs) It's a great thing to be able to like, just like just to share. And because we're not supposed to be like, (laughs) like all the time, like everything is sunshine and rainbow and it's okay to go through waves of emotions. And And that's the cool thing. I definitely feel like a professional fucking surfer. Of at emotions. this point, <laughs> at this point, <laughs> after all that happened, after that, because oh all all I could do, like, bro, I remember sitting at the wake and just really looking at my nana's body, like lifeless fucking body, and really just getting really present to, man, that is a life and a body without life or a intelligence actively constructing it, and just really riding that wave in that moment of sadness, of anger, of frustration, of all the feelings while then also being sensitive to my, my my just my mom like and my uncle like literally just holding them as they process their mother passing like and not just i was just looking at my mom and i was just like fuck like i was like i'm not ready oh. i was like i'm not ready for that right now mm-hmm. i was like i'm i was like, i don't know if i'll ever be ready of course but it's just the putting really empathizing with another human being what they're going through mm-hmm. deep like deeply 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 and being able to just hold them that's why i cleared the schedule that's why i'm going to go see her as soon as i can out out in may before her birthday for mother's day like Mm, got it once more values priorities what's most important for you right now like and when i ask that question it's not Mm -hmm. just a flex it's not Mm -hmm. just some cute little coaching no Mm -hmm. it's pay the fuck attention Pay attention to what your mind and what your body are trying to to communicate to you because your mind can't handle and isn't built to handle or hold, excuse me, I'll say hold toxic thoughts. It's actually going to actively try to clear them. Mm. That's why we see things in our dreams because that's Mm. our subconscious actively bringing things to the surface. That's why we might have thoughts. That's why we might have feelings. However, if if we continue to not create the space for us to feel these feelings or at least process these things, mm-hmm. well, then we're just going to keep repeating it, which is then keeping us in a state of dis-ease or stress. And then last thing with this, right. our body doesn't differentiate a thought from something outside of us, meaning it perceives a bear coming at you physically outside of you the same intensity in the same way that it's processing if you were to just think of a bear or maybe that's a a conversation you're remembering or a thought or something that was said to you the thought has the same gravity as something outside of you and this is so important because then if that's true or if that is reality Mm. well then we got to learn how to better take care of our mind and take care of our thoughts evaluate our thoughts and reframe our thoughts so that way we can reconceptualize it as dr caroline leaf says it or i like i like to say you know transmute it into Mm. something that we can digest transmute it into something that's powerful for us transmute it into a lesson so that way we can share not just from like our words but from our deep level of like like being consistently Mm -hmm. and that's the mastery and that's the magic Mm -hmm. and the ownership of everything has happened because of you It's important to not identify with our own thoughts, especially the negative ones. <laughs> Positive ones, go for it. But I didn't say don't even get it. Don't get don't get lost in that because a lot of people st- may right. see like, oh, you're sh- oh, you're just happy, Mr. Sunshine and Rainbows all the yeah. time. I'm like, who the fuck are you? You don't know who I am oh, or what yeah. I've been through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I choose this state because this shit feels great, and because I'm I'm not 
stuffing things, which is, I think, you know, it's part such, of what you're saying. Right. It's such an, it's a, well, one is it's important to not stuffing things. And two, two is that, you know, we just, we have oh, sometimes, you know, have you, have you ever had intrusive thoughts where it's like, Ooh, where did that, where did that come from? Oh yeah. Like, Ooh, uh, let's not think about let's that. Let's not again. think about that. And, and I think it's important to, to understand, like sometimes uh, like we're not, like, sometimes we're, we're not our thoughts. And, you know, you and BCB talked about this. And I think it's important to know because sometimes we get identified with our thoughts, especially the thoughts of the, oh, like there's a deep, deeper underlying thoughts, like knowing that there's insecurity or I'm not enough. All those stories. And uh, if you have these stories in your mind, that's like not um, for you. And I just wanted to invite you to ask, like, where does that thought comes from? Where that thought truly came, came from? Truly, truly. And uh, many times it's, it's not your own voice. I tell you, it's it's maybe you heard it from your parents. Maybe when you were younger, uh, you got bullied by some kids and or you heard it on the news and the thoughts, thoughts are energy and then the energy gets stuck in our system, in our mind. And, and times it will, we can still identify with it. But it, but again, you are not your thoughts. And, and to be able to then uh, circle, full circle back to that's why being able to clear stuff, clear things out and don't hold anything and just being able to share it so that, that those stuck energy are not stored in your body or in your subconscious mind. Then, then, then you're able to free yourself from that. And uh, when one frees ourselves from that, certain negative beliefs or thoughts that we have been conditioned to believe for so long. And there's such a, a freedom and, and expansion. And, and I would say like a lot of times that, that we stop ourselves or there we have experienced a, a, a plateau of growth mm. and underneath that plateau is actually a belief. So it's kind of, it's spiritual. It's a, hmm. a spiritual reason that maybe I'm, I mean, somebody's not growing in a certain way that they want to maybe financial wise or relationship and 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 you will ask about like oh like so what like why am I keep hitting this plateau what is going on, and I invite you to look deeper because it's an intangible cause. Yeah, it's something that you can't see. You can't physically see. You might see energetically because it might be a pattern in how your matter or how your body's playing out, but it's an intangible cause that you need to clear. Mm -hmm. I think that's just been the biggest lesson that that I have experienced. Uh, they kicked off a New Year's where. <laughs> Um, Fuck. yeah, we're our friends and just being able to, to allow each other to, to really like express and, and yeah. to, to release what is like holding us back. Sometimes we didn't even know until there's permission. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, baby. Yeah. I know what you're saying. And yeah. you know, one layer deeper on what you offered, uh, is that your subconscious mind is an extension of your conscious mind, but your subconscious mind is more so like a portal. <clears throat> Dr. Caroline Leaf explains it as it's almost like a helicopter is scanning. She explains the that thoughts are kind of like trees and you got to be able to appreciate and scan, you know, what's the toxic tree or what's the weed essentially that needs to be plucked and needs to be pulled from our non-conscious mind. And when I say non-conscious mind, that's an AKA for the body because the body keeps score and it will store all that we choose not to express or that might've been a lot of energy that's come in that we need to process later. Why is this important? in being able to unpack and understand the thoughts that are coming from your non-conscious mind, it's like loading a saved game file from a memory card. I'm working on this analogy, bear with me. And in loading the same saved game file, we're a part of nature. And as we are a part of nature, nature is programmed and it's working for efficiency. It's working for automation. It's easier and it saves energy to have the same patterns, have the same habits, have the same 
thoughts have the same whatever it may be because it's trying to save us energy but it may not be doing it super constructively it might be actually doing it maladaptively meaning it's not efficiently truly adapting back towards health it's just reinforcing patterns and actions that may not be in our highest self or that may not be healthy period Mm -hmm. and why is that important it's important to be able to take space to be highly efficient and reflect on is this serving me is this not serving me is this aligned for me is this not aligned for me is this where i want to go is this not where i want to go is this in integrity or is this not in integrity and work from that space because if you're then taking the space to do so excavating your non-conscious mind with your conscious mind well then you're ultimately going to help your non-conscious mind heal the thoughts the energy the behavioral patterns and ultimately impact very systemic and tangible organ systems, being your cardiovascular system, being your prefrontal cortex in your brain, being your immune system, and even cellular health and hygiene as well too, by helping the telomeres, which are uh, associated with life life expectancy, doing the things, clearing your mind, clearing your body, even just your thoughts alone, it's been shown with research over three weeks, different processes to be able to help reduce anxiety, depression, and burnout by over 80%. Mm. So there's so many tangible things. And if you need a resource, Dr. Caroline Leaf, cleaning up your mental mess on ways of excavating mm. yourself. But man, one thing is like, man, if you got a homie sitting in a sexy orange chair next to you, man, that's, that's your roommate. That's invaluable. But if you don't <laughs> got an Alex Lou, man, you got to be able to find who's in your party. Who's your homie? Who is connected to you as there is so much out there that is available to you. So really making sure you make it a priority for yourself and then prioritizing time to connect to your community in Mm -hmm. proximity, ideally. Mm -hmm. But, you know, uh, extensions or, you know, phone calls or FaceTimes are so important too. communities. So it's everything. It's everything. That's what allowed me to. That's the only that's the only reason I was able to get through this shit. Yeah. Only reason. Community. Only reason. Yeah. We don't have to go through just life along <laughs> challenges it's not what it's about now like the video game analogy from providing for the provider for man playing world of warcraft and playing the video game it's not just beating the game and even if you wanted to beat the game you beat the most difficult raid the most difficult like the end boss you need to be in a party of 20 to 40 plus people mm-hmm. that's just what it is like mm-hmm. there are individual feats that you could do but mm-hmm. it's all about the community that's right man appreciate you appreciate you (sighs) man is there anything else you want to share with our listeners today man that's thoughts um i think it's hasn't been a a easy year oh there's a lot of wins this year but i I just think that you know with what's everything that's happening in the world right now i think it's important to just come home to 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 yourself and uh, focus on your goals, focus on your dream and take care of yourself and mm-hmm. give yourself grace and don't be so hard on yourself. Mm. And I think last thing is um, take space because if anything, like the greatest lesson I've learned this year is like, I can just keep working, working, working and, Ooh. and then, you know, and then, yep. oh, but at the end of the day, I don't know how long I have in here. And especially when Leo passed away, um, just, it was like a sacred pause for me. Mm. Like what is most important in life? So I invite you to give yourself a, 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 
time to take that sacred pause in your life intentionally versus life presenting, for you. throwing in the for you. Um, I recommend the former. I recommend the former. Taking a sacred pause, pause in your life, and and really, really evaluate what is the most, what's, what's most important in your life, and I'll even say what's most important to your soul. Because no day is guaranteed, and so for me, it's love, it's relationships, it's taking care of the people, and also at the same time, it's、uh, focusing on my purpose and. Um, what God's wanted me to do in, in this life, which all comes down to service, right? And so back to that GPS, baby, attitude, patience, and service. And I'll leave with that. Man, man, man. If I may share,、oh, please do. <laughs> I'm appreciative as you know that lesson really came in for you as you know your head was down, getting after it, getting after it, getting、yeah. after it like a bull, like straight up, yeah. Like, Yeah, fuck, fucking horse, bro. Like getting it, and the recognition, you know, around your birthday, and the recognition, like a week later, you're like, man, I really have a need for connection and community, and just the awareness that you had within yourself to be like,、Absolutely. something's off. Let me reevaluate things. I think was so big, and、um, you know, I just offer you know GPS, you know, to you know people as you're right on path, baby. And what I found to work for me and for my clients and for people is coming back from an Attitude and energy of gratitude really allows to empower your vessel into love. Patience for yourself is so crucial, so that way it allows a softness to things. And then,、mm. getting lost in service、Patience. just helps and progress things so well because it's not about you; it's about those around you. And you know, GPS is such a great offering for that. And then,、yeah. bringing humility, authenticity, and you know, fun and humor into it as. Yo, this life shit. Of course, it's hard. Like, but you know, I, we're choosing, you know, to some extent, to play in that difficulty of hard, as it wasn't easy. But once more, it's all about the fat loots, baby. So, maybe able to appreciate some fat loots for yourself and be able to、mm. recognize the treasures that are coming out of you, just getting after it in life. And if you don't have much treasure to look at, well, maybe you should pay the fuck attention so that way you don't miss out on the gifts that are around you as、mm. people and relationships, at least bare minimum.、Yeah. Everything is a bonus from there. You're more, more more blessed than you think.、Mm. We're、Ooh. all we are more blessed than we think. Ooh, just to do, we want to create the space to recognize. Right,、it. appreciate it, man, 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 man. Okay, man. Well, if this episode is fire for you, it sparked your soul, and you're feeling caffeinated at the soul level, man,、mm. share it with a friend. Keep、mm. blowing up those five star reviews, like y'all. I read them, and I feel so full because of it. As I know, there's more providers. I know there's more humans that need some of this medicine. So,、uh, share it with a friend. Feel free to reflect at me on IG. Uh, email whatever it may be as my team is built to. I got four homies, you know. I got four homies. I got Liv, I got Christina, I got Lou, and I got my boy, my boy Michael Tucker as well too. Really efforting to love on humanity in a new potent way. And、uh, if you need a space to come get warm by the fire, we got Soul Revival at the end of this week, and we're gonna have provided for the provider May twentieth. That's gonna be Zoom link approved and appreciated. So hell excited to share that. And if you're in Tucson, pull up. Um, but we got also. I got all sorts of good shit, man. It's a matter of how much do you want to engage. Is、mm-hmm. start a little subscription service on IG. You know what I mean. And then we got our video module. So we got all the things for y'all. It's just you know what's most appropriate for you and how do you need to be fed. So in the meantime, y'all,、um, really just take care of yourself. Until next time, peace. <laughs>